Heroes of the Plains features the continuing adventures of familiar characters Penelope Halfpint, Freely, Alindra Sarbrand, Briv Steelmarrow, Orkira Ildrix, and Whittle as they traverse the multiverse battling evil and righting wrongs. With Game Master Todd Kenrick and featuring players Hope Lavelle, B. Dave Walters, Jennifer Kretschmer, Adam Bradford, Lauren Urban, and Megan Kenrick, Heroes of the Plains airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on Twitch, with the podcast episodes landing by the Monday after. Like a moth to a flame, it pulls in. Next thing we know we're in a now bears in. Tomorrow I know it all begins again. But where we're needed, we will go. And I'll with Demi Plane and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Heroes of the Plains. Uh, we've got some uh, technical difficulties that we've been uh, you know, rushing uh, through today, so thanks for your patience. I am in a different location than normal. I am celebrating 20 years of wedded bliss over the next couple of days, and I don't even know how to explain to you the location that I'm in right now. It is a truly, truly wondrous and wild uh room i don't even know if you call it that it's like a, a it's like a loft or something but i think it, you it, might actually be in asgard I, yeah. I, it might be it might be but uh, i think but you're opening up a bard college because i mean how many pianos you got there harpsichord i think there are like two or three <laughs> pianos so yeah if only i could play um so uh thanks for joining us uh, a shout out to some of our sponsors here tonight as we have been from the start uh we are sponsored by Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, which is an incredible idol-clicking game that is uh, has all these Heroes of the Plains characters, except one, which we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, lots and lots of our characters in that game, and we love it, and we love their support. So you can grab that Electrum Chest code on the screen and in chat. You can pay attention to that. We will have another giveaway of a premium dice vault from Talon and Claw, they are truly incredible as well. And so be sure if you haven't won one of those yet to enter in chat when you see the instructions pop up. And then we will have sound by Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. And so uh, we're, we're really thrilled to, to use their product here as well. And without further ado, since we've already, we're, we're a little late starting, I'm going to turn it over to Todd. Oh, crap. I was not ready. Uh, <laughs> got to be on just wing it. You got this. Just wing it. Oh, what? So, anyways, everyone, uh, previously on Heroes of the Plains, uh, it's pretty boring for the most part. We were on Storm Herald, we went to Asgard itself. Uh, at one point, Penelope Half Pint, as a mouse, got into mouse fights inside of Storm Herald, the flying c- castle, citadel, whatever you want to call it, even faced off with a big evil gnarly 
rat that had its own sword on top of everything else. You were chasing down this weird black goo that has been chasing around the party this entire time, trying to hide. I believe at some point, Briv Steelmarrow made barbecue, which is very on brand. And you, after freely uh, having a lengthy conversation with Thor, uh, were all teleported to Asgard. There, thanks to Alindra Sarbrand, uh, you knew exactly what to say, how to say it, how to address everyone in all of Asgard as well, and had a surprising conversation, I gathered, with Odin, who seemed very amenable to your plight, having, having ha had to deal with his son. He then told you what the Norns were up to, these famous Norns that control all of fate in the multiverse itself, they turned out, unfortunately, to want to erase all the the variant timelines that you had caused. Not only the ones that you had caused, but other people had created as well. That includes everyone who lived in these alternate multiverses, these alternate universes, would cease to exist. And that's their plan. And that's when you realized all the people you saved from the other version of Faerun, from Waterdeep, the other Rakira would somehow be absorbed back into the timeline or deleted. It is at that moment that Odin said, look for someone sneaky, look for something amiss. I'm going to send you to a place that will allow you to get to where you need to go to save everyone. Um, this moment you were teleported to a very ancient city called Istar, on the world of Kryn, right before a terrible cataclysm. As you watched thousands upon thousands of people run, the heroes of the plains grabbed as many human beings, as many elves, halflings, goblin children as you could. You just grabbed as many people as you could, brought them into uh, Lindra's accommodating abode as she was casting a teleportation circle. So you grabbed families, you grabbed children, you grabbed whoever you could, including one member that seemed shadowy. You saw these people darting in and out of alleyways, grabbing people into the shadows and disappearing. And you managed to save a few people as an entire planet was cracked open. And now you find yourselves in the center of the other side of this teleportation circle on a very strange world. Having looked completely desolate and apocalyptic with storms all around you and just gray mud, the illusion fell. And then at that moment, you could see this green, beautiful world before you in several towns in the distance. And that's when you saw your old friend Rarv stand up and address all of you and welcomed you to Storm Herald, to Storm Shield, rather. And that's where we're starting. Divine sense. <laughs> Undead celestial fey and fiends. If, if, he is, if he is I'm looking 60... I'm getting you the shirt. Just the shirt. <laughs> if he's looking 60 uh, feet, you know, like in that radius, Briv is going to just meander <laughs> 60 feet, 30 feet away and then like, you know... Like Briv and Briv look at each other and just... Just, <laughs> just we just nod and, like, and then we turn just charlie angels divine sense yep. <laughs> yep. it's a round sound divine sense it's yeah. great all, 
I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looking for undead celestials, fair fiends, or anything unhallow. Or food. You do detect, you don't def- detect any divine, you don't detect anything unhallowed. You do detect within 60 feet, I would say undead. Um, the moment uh, I get that, I hit um, Orkira with message undead within 60 feet. Is it Weddle? <laughs> no, it's big. I'm like, is it? Brett said. I feel like we're used to Weddle by now. I'm like, wait, is, is, is it Weddle? Is it? <laughs> No, no, no. Whittle gives off a different energy. It's not, it's, uh, you've become no, more nuanced in your divine sense as to what something is. I only message it to Orkira, but again, I think you'd all see freely look at Briv and just slowly pull the sword out. Like nothing threatening, but like, okay, we're about to go to work. Orkira's grabbed her book and looked like she was in the middle of going to, of doing something else and then gets this message. And after asking about Whittle says, what, what, where, where? Okay. Um, I do have true sight on if that makes a difference too. Okay. Yeah, you immediately saw through the illusion um, that this world was a place of uh, apocalypse. You do see Rarv in front of you, and it is definitely Rarv. He's got a, a grisly beard. He's got a dusty black coat and a black hat on. He he looks pretty worse for wear. He's quite old now after all the years. He is only human after all. Um but you do see about 60 feet away uh, a three-foot-tall wizened goblin with almost see-through skin, almost pale goblin with sharp, pointy eyes. Unrecognizable to you. It's not a goblin that you've ever seen before. Sharp, pointy eyes? (laughs) Pointy eyes and pointy ears, but not like physically pointy. Piercing. Piercing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, he could have just like old school Tomb Raider, like three dimensional yeah. eyes. That's cool. <laughs> so or a really awesome winged liner. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It could be all of it. That's true. That is, one, that is one thing that would stop me from smiting an undead if his like face was beat for the gods, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> Rarv? is that you? It's Rarv. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still me. Yeah. Oh, hi, hi Penelope. How you Penelope's doing? gonna go up for a hug. Oh. It's so good to see you. It's good. I don't get a lot of hugs. Uh, how you doing? Wonder why that is. That's that's rude. Right maybe, there. Maybe it's because you're hiding here. Where where's here? What's going on? Yeah, it's a little serendipitous that we ended up here. Um, well, that's funny you should say that. Um, yeah. that's, a, that's a big word. Yeah, right. Go Penelope. Yeah. Well, um, we're in a very different place, as you can see. I didn't expect you to be coming here so soon, but I'm happy that you have arrived. You did expect us to come here, though, yeah? Yeah. Uh, hey, so we've never met, man. They've mentioned you. I'm sure old friend. Great. Uh, but you're being creepy and evasive and there's undead around here. So if we could just. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, That's probably. I understand. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get that. I may, 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 I'm not so good at explaining things typically. So uh, maybe, maybe you'd like to talk to Blix first. 
very much look at the rest of you. Do you guys know an undead named Blix? Because I mean, is that because I don't feel like you've mentioned that before? Is that no. that ringing any bells? No, no. Great. I have not the foggiest. Hmm. Rarv, why don't you lead the way? Let's let's find this. Is that? Are you Blix? You go up to the. Uh, you. I look, I look at the the goblin who has yeah. oddly pale skin and is mm-hmm. translucent and yes i'm blitz blix it's very nice to meet all of you uh welcome though we didn't necessarily expect you to be here so soon we do appreciate that you're here i assure you everything is safe you have nothing to fear here oh that's do not take funny. offense if we do not believe thee. Yeah. I completely understand that. I am a, uh, a fan is the wrong word, but I, you all have done so much hard work on behalf of so many people that you are incredibly welcome here. All. Averin has spoken very fondly of all of you for a very long time. Okay, details. Where is this place? What's going on? We kind of just ended up here. We don't know where this is. What, 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 what? Uh, we, we call it Uber Schooled. Uh, it's giant for storm shield. I apologize for the name. Uh, that's Wait, the name. I oh, am my. not going back to school. Wait a second. Why is it, why is it in giant? Schooled. Uh, um, I'm not quite sure on the whole purpose of calling it that, to be completely frank. Uh, we are sort of a um, we are a safe place for those they, that are not safe. When they say that, I look over at Rarv since we've at least confirmed that Rarv is Rarv. Do I get the sense that Rarv believes that, that this is a safe place? Yes, you do. Okay. Um, I want to take a second and really quickly pray to the Phoenix. Because the last thing that happened was the phoenix was screaming in my head about all of us about to be killed. So uh, Orkira is going to really quickly like sigh a little bit and then grab her book. And um, she'll say it silently because I get the sense that uh, more conversation is going to go on. So she'll really quickly just say, hey, um, thanks for the warning. Uh, we're safe. We're OK. We're safe. We're not there anymore. We're safe. You you sense the feeling of peace and that anxiety that was kind of like a thumping, almost like you can hear the phoenix's heartbeat in your own ears. Slow down. But you get the sense that the phoenix cannot see you with its eyes. But I still feel them, right? You still feel them, but you are definitely removed from their sight. Um, but yeah, let me find out some more information. I'll try to try to contact you again. And she'll pay attention to everybody else again. In, in the last place, we, we had no uh, sent, no connection to divine power, correct? Uh, you felt it get severed at that moment. That is true. But this is a different type of feeling. Um, it's just an absence. 
I understand everyone must feel very uh, disconnected. There's a very specific purpose, so I'll get right to the point. Um, This place was developed to protect people from calamities, from catastrophe, from apocalypse. We formed this place to uh, bring others who were in need. But of course, we couldn't actually tell anybody about it, including yourselves, because if we told everyone, there are, we, we feared some gods, maybe all of them, would be deeply angry that this uh, place existed. But you expected us to come. Yeah, we, we, we figured that all of the heroes of the plains would eventually find themselves here. We knew that we were aware that Freedly was very likely to, to appear here and Orkara, we knew that you were coming. We, of course, assumed Delindra would find her way here as well as Whittle and Penelope. Well, we very much knew Penelope would be here as well. Why? And Briv is no apparently one... unkillable, so it was <laughs> probably a, a pretty oh, high... Okay, that's better. <laughs> Quite a high chance that he'd find his his way here. He his pro- propensity to spit into portals. We almost tied that into the teleportation circle at some point. We were workshopping it, and then we realized, well, he's probably going to do it anyways. Very logical. And no one else is going to do it. So, yeah, that's why we did it. Uh, you immediately fall unconscious, Brave. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a sudden explosion of wild magic strikes Briv in the head, and you see him just. Fall asleep. Uh, that was no. That wasn't us. That's not us. That's everyone. Stand down. <laughs> Very much the sword, like the green flame lights up. <laughs> um, like I don't yeah. know these guys. Um, uh, I do. I do. Just have one question for you, oddly insightful lich goblin. Um, if what? we're meant to be here, um, I point towards the door of the accommodating abode. Uh, what about those people? Because they just sort of escaped certain death mm-hmm. to come here. They're very welcome here. And and if there's any proof that you should be here, right here at this moment, it's because of what you did there. We couldn't save more. That's okay. We're going to. And I that's know, what this place is about. They're gone. It's over. I mean, it was over before we just went back there. It's It was... Star was destroyed hundreds of years ago. Yeah, I think did his best to save a bunch of people. I say as I walk on over at, to examine Briv because you know he doesn't have narcolepsy. What's going on? Sleepy he's, Briv. He's drooling so hard that even some of his metallic bone is pouring out like drool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll turn his head so that it doesn't. You know, so he just drools on the grass. And I'm gonna yeah, give, give me an Arcana or medicine check. I would rather give you a medicine check if you don't mind. Please, mm-hmm. thank you. Well, that's a natural 20 for 29. <laughs> nice. So, chaos begets chaos. You do sense, like, he, he like, it is some kind of wild magic surge, which has been happening off and on again. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, he's a victim of it, but you feel like a casting remove curse would probably, like, wake him up out of it. Okay. Um... Oh, this this keeps happening. Uh, we've been 
kind of plagued by all this wild magic. And I will cast Remove Curse because this is weird. Freely, your skin... I wouldn't say it burns here, but it tingles. I'm moisturized and unbothered. (laughs) (laughs) But there is something in you that is in opposition of here in a weird way. Like, you don't sense evil here. You sense a tightening. Uh, (coughs) Like, the gravity here is heavier than it it is in most places. That's the only sense that you feel. Like, when it feels like your magic inside of you, you almost feel like there's a little bit of pressure. Not with anger or hatred or malice. This time, I hit Alindra with the message, and I'm like, uh... Alindra, you know how, like, I I, I was just born like this and I can just sort of do things, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like the things I do don't agree with this place. It does feel that the magic here is a bit strange. Um, Can I tell anything about the magic here? Yeah, you can make an arcana roll. Whittle, what are you doing? Hey, um... Freely, you look a little uncomfortable. Are you okay? Ah, uh, you know, it's a little lightheaded here. Um, I might, I might, I might uh, check inside the accommodating abode, make sure everybody's all right in there, and be. Yeah, I not- think that's a good idea. Those, those aren't my dancing shoes. Here, twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, the weave. I mean, combined with some of your d- divination abilities, um. The weave exists here, but in a bubble. Where, like, when you feel the weave, you kind of see these, like, archways and pathways and ley lines. These ley lines go around and around and around. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Briv, you wake up from the wild magic sleep. You've got some metallic, almost like mercury-like drool coming out of your mouth. After, after, yeah, <laughs> just suck it back into your teeth. <laughs> Oh, I was going to offer you a napkin, but uh, that's way better. Hey, how do you feel? You okay? Kid. I I am fine, and um, the dancing shoe thing is just between us. Okay. Orkira looks confused, <laughs> but tucks that away for later. So, um, how about we take a tour? I think that would be probably the easiest bit to uh, explain everything that you're seeing here right now. I understand this is very, this is a lot to handle. That's kind of been the last four days. It's just been a lot. What do you need? Do you need to rest? Do you need refreshment? Do you need food? We, we have a medical. Um, Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we can provide you with beds. Um, we also have medical facilities as well. I, think I do open the door of the uh, accommodating abode to uh, let the people out. Okay. Yeah, they look they look frightened. Certainly, but in awe. Do you less have... frightened than a giant explosion and a giant asteroid striking a planet? So yeah. Do you have like a, um, a speech you can give them, kind of? think they're going to need the same answers that we need. But I, 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 I volunteer to give the speech. Uh, okay, Briv Stomero, go ahead. Very well. 
Everyone who just faced imminent death but was saved by the heroes of the plains, I address thee. Thou art, apparently, we have been told many times, probably to lull us into a stupor in a safe place. And so thou canst rest assured that nothing is likely to happen to thee while thou art here. We have been told that there was food and a list of other things that I have forgotten after they said food, but it sounded like amenities that are needed for living one's life. So thou shalt be fine. And also, if anything actually happens here, which is very frequently an occurrence when thou dost travel with companions such as us, we shall also be there to stop whatever threat that newly we face. And so, essentially, I am saying that thou art probably going to be fine and make thyselves at home. Yeah, there's undead here, and we're cut off from the gods. So, um, yeah, maybe stick together, folks. Maybe stick together. We're not totally cut off. It's just, it's awkward. It's, um, uncomfortable, but it's not total. Are you, are you cut off? Are you feeling that? Dad, you know what did I, that? What did the half orc man man say? <laughs> what? What's what's I? Kid, thou wilt be fine. Is ultimately what I'm saying, and thou dost need to leave Alindra's accommodating abode because there really is no room for all of thee in there. Yes, thou dost. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, or Kira. Well, so the accommodating abode would have disappeared as soon as we left the. Uh, as soon as I left it. Why does no one tell me these things? <laughs> it's true. I was unaware of that loophole as well. We were too busy listening to your very nice speech, Briv. It was it was very inspiring. Very eloquent. Exactly. I have been working on that. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. It was, it was actually fairly impressive. I, I do beat around the bush a bit. Um, hey, I, I have a question about these uh, medical facilities that you mentioned earlier. Uh, do you perform blood transfusions by any chance? Yes. Okay, uh, maybe later on you could uh, show me how to get to this medical facility. Uh, I'm low on blood. Yeah, no, we 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 have plenty of blood for you. Will? Oh, wait. Do you do you know what I am? I'm a lich. I know what you are. Yes. Oh, okay. Told I'm, you. I'm, I'm really thirsty. Comes on again. <laughs> I, I just changes his sword into a like a maul hammer because he has heard that some undead uh, do better with bludgeoning damage, and so obviously that's not liches, but he thinks it is, and so he changes the metal into a hammer. Penelope just looks at Orkira. I reach my good arm out and I take your hand, and I'm like, I don't have the energy to deal with a lich right now. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna be fine. It's it's they're friendly. Freely and I have energy. Yeah, no, we got this. Just say the word. I mean, you know evil intent. I'm a protector of this particular plane. I exist to serve the people who live here, and that is why I persist. I just like the record in the show that I called that that guy was a lich. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard it. And, uh, Orkira, if it makes, if makes you feel any better, as it turns out, I'm not half undead. I'm not undead at all. It just, I don't have to breathe, and I like blood. 
I mean, yeah. to be honest, I eat most of my meat rare, and so it's not very different. I mean, it's, and you can go out in the sunlight. It seems like it's a net gain. Like, it's generally upsides, yeah. but... um, Thou art uh, much better than a vampire. Yeah. I, I, I think... I think I've only met a couple of liches in my lifetime, but they all seem to be pretty nice. I don't understand what everybody's so upset about. Uh, well, the thing is, a lot of them are quite evil, and they have to do terrible things to get to that point. I've seen normal people be pretty evil, too. So That is kind of the point here. So, well, so Sophia Sinavrin, uh, they told me a story a little while back about a lich they met who seemed real happy to get a doll. I mean, any lich who's happy to get a doll doesn't seem to be evil to me. I mean... They're called action figures. I well, don't want to have this. No, this is machete. No, uh, uh, yeah, Wait. I mean, we, uh, <gasps> machete? is machete here? No. Wait, if this is the afterlife, if this is heaven, is machete here? This is most definitely not the afterlife. Sorry, I know Machete is not here, but Machete does exist. In fact, some exi- versions of Machete exist elsewhere. Actually. Oh, so confusing. Oh, that yeah. makes me feel pretty good, though, that there's still machetes out there somewhere. Okay, well, so we only ever go to places that we need to help, and, and we're here. We're halflings of action, except for those who aren't halflings, but they're honorary halflings of action, and we're here to help. What do we do? Perfect. Why are you here? You wanted to do something? Uh, well, first off, this entire place exists because Istar was destroyed by the gods. So, uh, I don't know if any of you know the history of Kryn, but the, the gods themselves decided that men had become too arrogant, particularly the king priest at the time, who was a servant of Paladine, and they asked Tachesis, who you may know as Tiamat, what to do. And the evil gods told the good and the neutral gods what their plan was, and all the gods on Kryn agreed, and so they sent down a meteorite to destroy all of his tar and crack the world open and then revoked any healing magic for the next several hundred years. That created a blast wave that cracked open the earth itself. In Netheril, there was a massive catastrophe where several wizards were trying to release theoretically divine magic of some type and all of Netheril was, was destroyed high Netheril. Lower Netheril was still left over, but again, a massive, devastating explosion. Athis is all but dead. Another world, a victim of magic gone wrong. We still don't know exactly what happened in Seer, but in the world of Eberron, that entire area became the Morning, the Mornland, a massive apocalyptic explosion, theoretically because of some type of war going on there. We travel through time to go back into the past and grab as many people as we can before devastating events occur. That's what we do here. So wait, art thou the cloaked figures that were teleporting in and out? Yes. Oh, we almost killed one of these. Yeah, no, that guy was a jerk when we caught him, though. Like, he wasn't like, oh, I'm here to help these people. 
Thou dost need to bring that up in his performance review. Yeah, did, no. you, did you get a badge number of some kind? or uh, uh, I just point to the guy. <laughs> the, the guy is right here. It's the guy we, and we all did, the people we We did actually catch that guy. That's true. I was about, yeah. to, I was about to minor He's image his face, but then I just minor image an arrow pointing to the guy. <laughs> Nathaniel, just because you're saving people doesn't mean you have to be cocky about it. You're not a god yourself. All right. Well, we'll deal with Nathaniel also, on his next performance review very quickly. Also... Why was he robbing a bank? Oh, uh, well, yeah. So <laughs> they have there, to fund the mission. There was a moment yeah. where Akira wasn't going to bring it up because it's like, all right, you know, how how many bad things we want to bring I mean, up? The and people like, Ishtar are not yeah, going to. Yeah, use they it. weren't going to be using it. No, I get that. And brought. Yeah, we do. Sure. We we do have to fund this operation through magical items and artifacts that we find throughout the multiverse as well. And so it does mean that we have to steal quite a few things. Um, unfortunately. Also, I, I have guess no issues with that. Now we know why Odin wanted us to come here because these are the people that are supposed to help us with the Norn. Yes. We oh, can... I thought we were here to stop oh. them. We're not. No. So that's we're not. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I, I, missed, seems... I missed the thread oh, there. Are supposed to stop them? Wait. Okay. Explain. I really hope you're not here to stop that. us. Wait. Wait. Your Avon friends, correct? Yeah. Friends is strong, but I suppose yeah, on the fringe of it. Yeah, well, no, I've been on the wrong end of Avon before, so I understand that. Is there a right end of Avon? I really don't know. This was his idea. He didn't build it, but it was his idea. Mm. No, these are the people that are going to help us with the Norn. Oh, I like this The Norn are... um, Assholes. Yes, agreed. <laughs> so, or Kira, dost thou kiss thine mama with that mouth? <sighs> That's the worst thing you've heard me say, really? After several of us have witnessed so many t- massive destructions, both by the hands of man and, and gods, it became very clear that uh, those who have power often abuse that power, and uh, regular people suffer for it. So we wanted to find a way to go back and try to grab as many people as we can like a lifeboat without necessarily alerting the gods as to what we were doing. And so that's what all of this is about. So we tra- we travel back in time, grab as many as we can, save as many as we can without disrupting the timeline and also alerting the Norns as to what we're doing. Do you risk fracturing the timeline simply by traveling backward in it? We only grab people right before they die. So we leave the timeline. Doesn't answer the question because isn't that meddling? With not, a, not if you pull them out of the timeline. Are we out of the timeline right now? We are definitely removed from the timeline at the moment. Yes. Well, so, are, are there different timelines? Do, do we have to be in the same one? We are in a bubble. Think of the entire multiverse as being this big tree. We are above the tree in a bubble currently right now. So time moves differently here, much like it does for the Norn. So you're not affecting the timeline because you're outside of the timeline. So everyone who would have died can live here outside the timeline without disturbing the timeline. That is correct, but it's very tricky because um, uh, those people who work here sometimes cannot handle the gravity of the situation that we are presented with, Avon was one of the first ones who no longer could handle it. Even though he thought of it, he couldn't handle it. 
he couldn't figure out how to choose who lived and who died. I could take that job. Yeah, I mean, everybody who's ever swung a sword decides who lives and who dies. I mean, we do do it literally constantly. Like, we heal people or get care and brings them back to life. We do that, like, literally daily. I have done that before. I have brought an owlbear back to life before. That is true. That was quite a moment for you. But when you are faced with hundreds of people all dying at once and you can only choose 20, how do you choose those 20 people? We literally just did that. See, those people, we, like, everyone was going to die. We saved those people because that's what happened. In In about 30 minutes, I'm going to send more soldiers back to Istar to grab more people. And we still have to make the choice who we grab. Oh, wait, 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 hang on, wait. Yeah, just keep going back. You just get more people every time. Save them all. What's the problem? Because eventually the gods are going to realize that we've grabbed all of the city away from them. So does Odin know about this? I mean, he directed us here, so I'm assuming you've been working with him. Odin's the only one that does know about it because Odin's on a cycle. Okay, so... Endless loop. Odin would probably have our back, right? You know, if we got into trouble with the other gods, they started to become a little curious about why their people are disappearing. You'd, You'd... probably help us out. I'm He's sure only... Odin could smite them all. But what what was the original crime that convinced the gods that these cities needed to be destroyed? Um, it was different for each one. One For Istar, it was arrogance. Uh, the, the high priest had uh, told told the gods they should bow before him and destroy all evil on the planet of Kryn. The good and neutral gods and also the evil gods all decided to basically all but wipe out all of Kryn to make a lesson of Istar. This was hundreds of years ago. The other apocalypses that happened weren't necessarily having to do with the gods themselves, but... We've been trying to avoid the Norns themselves, as well as some of the many, many of the gods. Paladine himself realized he had erred and made a mistake in causing the cataclysm in Kryn. Oh, there's a lot of mistakes going on in Kryn. Yeah, like you probably shouldn't be asking Tiamat for advice. Yeah, we would think that would, would have been obvious. So that's what we do here. Uh, the time we have a time machine over there, and there's a big sprawling tree that's biomechanical. It's both like made of like some giant copper brass thing that an artificer would make in chemicals, but also grown into a redwood tree. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, no, because like time machines and trees like have generally gone poorly for us up until now. That's that's understandable. Yeah, you you all have been through quite a bit. And and no one seems disturbed that is there not a meddling with the natural order of things here if any of these events have been natural then I would agree we don't go back in time and save people from natural plagues or natural catastrophes it's own form of natural plague I feel what we are doing is right. That some of these people should be given a chance to survive as many people as we can because it wasn't their fault. And we do ask if they, and if they want to leave this place, they can. On top of that, Alindra, don't we kind of mess with the natural order of things continually and constantly? 
Like literally daily. Yeah. That's caused quite a few problems for us, and we are more equipped to deal with it than many. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not just super down with uh, delivering innocent people to like God-proof lich purgatory. But I mean, if you guys feel like this is the play, like we've been tricked like a lot lately. But uh, if you want to do it, I'm in. You're pulling people out of their own realities. That's correct. To save them. That is correct. But what are they going to do here? Just basically sit around. We have built several cities. We have new Netheril. We have new Istar. Uh, some people choose to actually live out in the woods, in the mountains, removed Wait. from civilization. New Netheril is that? Does that have any of the peoples that originally were in Netheril? Yes. Wait a second. So, hey, I'm sorry. Go. If time is different here, does that mean people still age and die die of natural causes? They do. People still die. Um, we do have the ability to clone people here if they want that, but we also respect people's wishes to pass on. Do you have another Avrin laying around? Because we lost ours. Uh, lost? I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I, I meant in the like, you know, can, I'm sorry for your loss. Lost. <laughs> Our Avrin. Uh, we have the original Averant. Well, we don't have him, but he exists. The Norns have him, but the ver- the variant Averant that you've been with is not allowed to be here. What? Wait, hang on. The Norns no. have like Averant Prime or whatever. Yes. <laughs> what? Do they, wait, do they have Sophia's or is she a tree? No, they. The, your Averant and Sophia's are safe. Okay, but so they are oh. not allowed to be here because consequently, we are even disintegrated into snow. What? So wait, wait, do we need to go jailbreak like Avon Prime? Uh, well, I'm not really concerned with Avon Prime, to be completely honest. Uh, I mean, that's cruel. You would like save people I. from like divine retribution? I feel like he's got to be the top of that list. He probably deserves having the idea of the right thing to do. Is, doesn't necessarily make you the right person for the job. And Avon, <laughs> though I understand uh, maybe some of your friends... And that's and my primary also- concern with what you're doing, is you're deciding which catastrophes you are saving people from. You're deciding what magic is worth saving people from, but not which walls. Not which plagues. We are trying to avoid any, like, Accidents. Like if something was an accident, we try to intervene with a massive accident. If something was the gods themselves try oh cracking open earth, that's when we try to step in. You said that people can leave. They can. And what do you do when they want to leave? We only erase their memory of this place and then we either take them to back to the point of the the explosion. Or you we try to find memories. them somewhere else. Willingly, yes. Uh, uh, quick, quick, quick cue. So, if we can go back in time, why can't we go back to Kryn and just convince the gods not to ever talk to Tiamat and destroy it so that we don't have to save anybody? 
Yeah, I mean, the, we, the we, like, we got a lot of pull with gods. We're like, <laughs> we got we got Odin, and then you know, if we can get Avern and Sophia's prime back somehow, maybe we can put them through a couple of of portals to help us out. Might be easier to even just speak to people. Briv, if you spit into the river, do you change the path of the river? Sometimes hast thou ever seen a spit? No, it's like cannonballs. Well, fair enough. But, but for a normal person, I would agree and concur. Timelines tend to reset themselves, to realign themselves. If we, us going back to try to convince the gods is something we have tried and it has failed spectacularly. I don't okay. think... I don't think anyone should be going back into the past to be changing anything because you know what happens when you go into the past? Even if you do a good thing, then you think that everything that happens after that is because of what you've done. And if yeah. that's something that people want to live with, that's fine. But I've already had to deal with that once, twice, several times. No, totally, totally on board. But I was just trying to weigh the pros and cons because we can go back in time and prevent that war from ever happening or we could save all these people and cause another war. But we don't really know what's going to happen either way. If, if we, we, we don't prevent people from engaging in wars. That's their choice. Oh, okay, oh, okay. choice. So if I could just say something real quick, Lich Goblin. Uh, so this has been a weird day because we just lived through a like, divine apocalypse and saved some people. And Penelope has been oddly insightful. Really proud of you there. You've been holding back. You should speak up more <laughs> often. But uh, what is it that you're asking us for? Because we've used a lot. Of, I'm out of word slots for the day. It's time for some action. What you, are you asking you, us you to told, do? You told me very specifically that you need something from us. The Odin sent you to us to take you somewhere. So. Hey, we're going to fight some Norns, I think. I just ended let's, let's can come, then we are very much on board with you fighting the Norns. We can Hi. get you in. Fighting the Norns? That sounds like... Well, don't fight them, necessarily. That doesn't... No. Wait, are we talking about them, too? That's what are we supposed to do? Well, so they are restructuring the timeline in some way? They're trying they to... They lied do. to us. They sent us on a mission to go collect versions of ourselves out of timelines, and then they've started destroying those timelines. Um, but we wait. can bring the people from those timelines into this place safely. Back to the river analogy. <laughs> now I'm saying that nothing that we do is going to have any actual consequence on what, because the river just goes back to the same thing. Eventually the river tends to write itself again. That's the problem. So back to the future was complete. Oh, uh, I mean, no, we went back to the future like today. We were in the past, now we're back. Are we in the future? Where are we? When are we? Are we supposed to be somewhere? I read a manuscript one time where a Warforged (laughs) went back in time and put on human skin, of all things, to try to protect a human child Mm -hmm. and keep him safe for his very buff mother. Oh, is that the legend of McFly? It, no, this one was, uh, I, I forget, it was like the, the Ender or something like that was the, uh, but, uh, but ultimately they protected the little whiny kid and he grew up to become a great, I don't know, general or something and he led people on some kind of resistance. But the point was they actually changed something and the river did not go back to itself. Although there were many follow-up sequels to that book that I read. And so perhaps they didn't actually change. The, se- the sequel plays are never better than the original. 
it did have a lightning rail in it. Like that one's out of Eberron. I think I heard that one. Like it flew so without. Maybe the river is how it works. I, I just I just want to know who we're supposed to be fighting. Uh, well, it sounds, sounds like that you have some kind of beef with the Norns. We can just get you inside the facility. <gasps> yes, let's and do what, that. We're gonna yeah, kill the Norns. Uh, can we not today? Can we not today? Wait, wait. What is today? We're out of time. What is today? It's true. It's an illusion. Yeah. What do do you need rest first? I mean, it's been just a day, but if you want to go, energy I'll... to wake me up. So no, I mean, yeah, no, we can like sleep because apparently that's like we could go like now, or we could go in a year from now, and it'll still be now in this place. So I mean, if we need to sleep, that's cool. If we can travel in time. Why can't we go before the norm? Perhaps we can just start. And stay here for like a month or two and live it up because we have a time machine. And so it doesn't matter how long we actually stay here. But it smells like lich and I'm queasy. <laughs> Ask not anything. If we leave this place, are you going to um, erase our memories to do it? There is something else we can do. We can encode it or to not scramble it you'll still know what your memories are but if someone else reads your memories they'll maybe think of the plane of milkshakes and ice cream and how you talk to a big gingerbread person about time and how time functions you won't remember it that way but they will see it that way as long as you're not going to get rid of my memories we understand that your memories are very much part of who you are almost mine Oh, okay. Which one? Can it be specific? Yeah. Well, there was Mindy Simmons back there. <laughs> you know, when you get in your cups, you talk about Mindy every time. I feel like she was foundational to who you are now, Briv. You would not be the same steel marrow. You'd be like copper marrow. I had a bad experience. Uh, we we have plenty of housing. We, this entire area, this encampment around this area is specifically meant for newcomers. So we have a, a lot of beds, a lot of cots. We have medical facilities, as I mentioned. Uh, uh, you, If you want to explore any of the towns nearby as well, that's perfectly acceptable too. Um, I, I understand your hesitancy with all of this. It's a lot to take in. My it seems... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, as much as you are halflings of action and I will go wherever you need me to go we've got the time to come up with a plan wouldn't it be nice to have a plan I mean unless you've got an idea of what we're supposed to do when we get there I, am going I don't to even know where honest. we're going or who's there. No, we just I have no things. idea what is actually happening, and I will follow all of thee to the ends of this earth or any other world that we are on. And so <laughs> once thou dost decide our plan of action, I am all in. I, I just find... I everything. love you too, Briv. 
Everything we set out to do, we keep doing it too late. Like this whole mess started, you might recall, because we were chasing her Ouroboros thing. And then we went to Asgard and then Loki tricked us. And then we robbed Thor and then we robbed Loki. And then Thor took us to Odin and then Odin took, well, wait, we went to a spaceship. Then we gave it back to Thor. Then we went to Odin. Then we went back in time to an apocalypse. Now we're in purgatory. But there's apparently people from the spaceship in purgatory, which Alindra seems oddly unconcerned with. And now we're supposed to go back to the beginning to stop the people that originally crossed us over after Loki crossed us over, which we still haven't gotten even for. And you say that you don't know what's going on, but that seemed very succinct. Indeed. So I really don't know what's next. It's up to anybody, honestly. <laughs> well, what Odin talked about was that um, if we wanted to try to save the plane that's getting erased by the Norn, that we needed to go break into the facility that is currently keeping the dragon prisoner. So we're going to save the dragon, but not Averin? I didn't say we weren't going to save Averin. I just don't... One saving at a I time, I just don't okay? care about him as much. Well, the last time I talked to Averin, he seemed fine. And he he seemed to... He was the one who gave me the message that I didn't understand that Alundra eventually understood to be the coded message to get us here. So I don't know what's going on with Averin, but he seems okay. Your, your, your Averin is perfectly safe and fine with Sophia's. You're talking about a person you've never met. That's the one that they have. So he shouldn't really be of consequence. Necessarily. I mean, he's of consequence. It's just we can only... We can't save everyone. That is very true. That is well, the problem that we find here. So let's save and fix the problem that we created. And go on a dragon heist. Yeah, which one was that? Removing the dragon from the timeline and letting the Norns have them as a prisoner. Oh, no, I mean, but she was already, like, in pretty bad shape to begin with. Like, I don't know that we caused that problem, but, I mean, if we can bust out other Orkira, like, I'm fine with it. We will absolutely help you with that. I would like to hear from Alindra because she is a diviner and she knows everything that's going to happen in the future. And so, so it's she more knows the past everything. that concerns me. I know the history of the fall of Netheril. It was, it was hubris. It was consequences for choices. Decisions were made and consequences occurred. And circumventing that, those choices, deciding that those choices do not matter, concerns me, to be completely honest. And not only is this happening in one place, in one timeline, this is happening throughout the multiverse in many timelines. And it's not that I think people should die. I don't want people to die needlessly. But we if only... you take away the consequences of decisions on a cosmic scale, what happens? It disrupts everything and it means nothing counts. This is what Avon was saying. If everything 
can go on forever. How does it count? How does it matter what you do? Br- Briv uh, pulls back just like, like all kinds of uh, spit and spits it right into Blix's face. Why did you do that? Apparently nothing, consequences do not matter. And so I can do whatever I feel like doing. I, I, I don't think that's what your friend was getting at, and that was ex- exceptionally rude. But we only grab innocent people. We don't grab the people that cause the explosion or the catastrophe. We're just trying to save innocent people. We're trying to save children, just like you did just moments ago. How do you know who was involved and who wasn't? How do you know that the choice, that the conversation someone had at a store didn't tell them one thing that planted the seed that caused the entire event to occur? In regards to Istar, we know the gods destroyed that world completely and that many of those gods regretted the decision in the first place. Hundreds of people died. Well, they are gods, so shouldn't they put it right? Well, there are many mortals that become gods, and gods can become mortal. And if they wanted to put, they, if they, you're right, they should have put it right, but they didn't. We're a small operation. We're not saving entire planets. We're saving as many as we can. You, you're acting like one person's choices couldn't have an impact. And speaking from experience, one person can change everything I agree but not seconds before annihilation oh yes <laughs> as someone who's caused annihilation she's right well not, not everyone is the prophet of a resurrection god or has that benefit or is an eldritch entity or a powerful druid or a man made out of steel some people have weaknesses Listen, none of this is getting us anywhere, and I can see Freely is getting antsy. So let's plan for, as Riddle kind of appropriately put it, a dragon heist, and get out of here. Because we're just guests here, and this is not our fight. There are several longhouses over there that you can find rest and food and water and, and whatever you need. Did you, you say long houses? Well, I mean, there are houses that happen to be long, yes. Yeah, because that long houses also went poorly for us last time. This is not specifically to any long house. This is just a house that is very long in structure. Sorry. Um, just a place that you can be. Hey, Pel- Penelope. Yeah? Let's go get some food. And Rakira's going to try to walk towards wherever the long houses are. Wait, okay. does that say food? <laughs> yeah, food was brought up. Or Kira did drop the magic word of food and has walked away. No, he will follow. As Orkira is walking, a little bit of lightning strikes Orkira from the ground, the same wild magic, and Orkira just... You just glide. You kind of like dip from like tree to tree and statue to statue and you don't mean to be sneaky but you're just very sneaky (laughs) acrobatically so (laughs) you now have advantage on all stealth checks involving 
uh, dexterity, and uh, this lasts for 2d8 days. Roll me 2d8. Sure. The, the wow. irony of this is that uh, I have disadvantage on stealth, so I go from... <laughs> what actually happens is I go from slotting along in my scale mail armor to not actually making that much noise. You remember uh, when we saw that play so about the green destiny sword, and they had everybody on strings, and they like make them. Well, you remember when we did, when we saw that? That's an eight, by the way. So apparently, for the next eight days, I don't have disadvantage on stealth checks. Oh my god! <laughs> so for like the rest of the campaign. Uh, can, I don't know. I don't know. We could go what, back in what time. If the gods just wanted to know where you were at all times, and because this place is shielded. Now you're just you're just free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fancy about not knowing where I was. It was like where, where? Uh, okay, so I have a dumb question. If we go forward in time and then we go back in time to a time in where I'm still stealthy, do I get that time back? Yes. Awesome. Lauren suddenly <laughs> doesn't mind time probably. <laughs> Does an endless stealthy? Yeah, there you go. Except I mean, this could not, be useful so for like a jailbreak. Try and keep the campaign calendar on this game. <laughs> Oh, no, it's fine. I have all these red lines, and then I have <laughs> just a Jackson Pollock painting, and it's great. Yeah. Okay, so Orkira is still walking away, still looking really bothered and and annoyed and hurt, and uh, uh, but her her <laughs> her armor doesn't clank quite so much. Okay. You you move into one of the houses, you and Penelope Half Pint, and there is there's bread there are meats there's there's vegetables all laid out you also see that there's like bandages there's also medical stations where there's like healing healing potions that have been laid out as well as bandages this this almost seems like a um, like a like an emergency hospital in some ways but there's also like plenty of food there's a fireplace you feel like great pains have been made to make this entire room very comfortable and comforting what I think looks good, Penelope. Everything. There is a giant block of cheese that looks very appealing. Having you haven't bitten a mouse very recently, sometimes there, there was a block of cheese. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> we can roll initiative. <laughs> Bring it on. A bowl of blood is sitting out. Someone has clearly placed it out there. <laughs> and you, you see Whittle's eyes light up and um, she clicks her heels and uses her boots of speed to double her speed. And uh, Penelope's hair just goes whoosh as Whittle runs past her to the bowl of blood. Because one of the heroes of the plains were going to drink the blood before you. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, in case. Perhaps. I mean, yeah. <laughs> don't don't tempt Briv. Uh, he, he might have thought with that much blood, there was like meat down in there somewhere. <laughs> or, or it's just like a blood pudding. No. And it's gone. And it's gone. You just see the ball like, like just rolling around. Orkira's going to see Penelope is eyeing this cheese and she'll grab the entire plate and push it on over and then also start to grab some other stuff for like a charcuterie and sit heavily. You know, four days ago, I was on the elemental plane of fire just learning how to speak primordial. I know, isn't it great to be here with us and you guys and everybody? I'm so happy. That was only four days ago. I mean, yeah, Briv, I know it feels like it's only been a minute or maybe several months. I'm not sure. It depends on whether we're having fun or I'm getting my arm crushed. But either way, like 10 episodes. Do the heroes of the plains get a weekend where we can go to the plate of 
ice cream and milkshakes. That place is overrated. I still have <laughs> not gotten, I'm, I'm not over the fact that I've not got to go either. Well, you know, we've got a bunch of people here who say that they can send us anywhere, anytime, maybe oh. before we go uh, destroy the Norns. We, we take a trip to the plane of ice cream and milkshakes. Would you like to yeah. go freely? You know, I just feel like if, like, everywhere and every win is imperiled all right now, maybe we should, like, knock that out, and then we can go kick back in the plane of ice cream and milkshakes, because then we'll have earned it. Yeah. What, we haven't earned it yet? Apparently not. The old father thought we had to, like, do this first. Although I'm still not all clear on what it is we've been sent here to do. But I figure by the when the time comes, you guys will let me know. Yeah, well, you know, it's like three episodes for one day. So, yeah, I think we have enough time to finish our business. What's an episode? I don't know. It's one of those things that Brim has when he doesn't eat. Oh, when he gets hangry. Hangry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. I yeah. push more food in Briv's direction. <laughs> there you go. Time is defined between when Briv gets hangry. <laughs> That's how we chapter all of this show. Those are actually the blips on your little campaign time. The yeah. flow of time is highly inconsistent. <laughs> this, all right. This uh, is why I always have create food and water. So every once in a while, I can just place a block of food in front of Briv. <laughs> so everyone has the Everyone has the option of a long rest. There's plenty of food, healing time, all of that. Yeah, I'm good. Penelope, like you know, outside the windows, you do, you know, and also obviously Orkara and everyone else. When you look around, there are iron golems that kind of like move around. They're kind of patrolling, but more in a guardian fashion. They're not like looking for anything in particular, but you also see woke which you are familiar of uh, as a druid. These kind of large trees that have a a sword and a shield that they've actually grown out of their own limbs and two glowing eyes. And you see several woads kind of marching around as well. Wow, look here. Look, they have woads here. A what? Just look, look. Aren't they so amazing? Yeah. They're like guardians and... At the tree garden, they're just, I've heard stories and, and, oh, this place has just gotten a lot cooler. Okay, good, because you seemed really kind of nervous about the clock tree. And so, I'm, I'm glad. Do you want to go meet them? <gasps> I mean, they're right there. Uh, okay, maybe later. <laughs> oh, okay. No, do not be, do not be bashful, Penelope. They will love thee. This is true. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cute as come on, a button. Come on. I mean, who, on. Could, who, who couldn't love you? Orkara grabs a chunk of cheese and splits it in half and gives half of it to Penelope and goes, come on, let's 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 go see, and then heads outside. Is that other half of me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, try the Havarti. There's still plenty of that on the table. We took the cheddar. Ooh, Havarti. Where's that mm. from? I wish I still like cheese. Do you take? I hate cheese. Uh, do you take? Uh, uh, I know, I know. I know. Don't just don't even start with me, be Dave. Wait, I miss cheese. I'm not angry. I'm just sad for you. Like, wait, I'm sorry. I'm breaking out of this for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Likes cheese of intervention. Doesn't like cheese. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Todd. Uh, I mean, that's uh, fine. Listen, oh, like, Dan, why did you have to jump on that? Listen, it's, because it's I, totally I can't okay. eat it. It makes, yeah, I'm not oh. well when I eat it. 
Listen, I I, get I love I get it and I can't yeah. eat it anymore. So like, yeah. what's, at least you don't, you know, you don't like what you're you're missing. But oh, like this is what I'm here for. It's not to actually be a hero. It's to pretend that I get to eat a big chunk of of extra sharp Tillamook mm-hmm. and that's, feel that's good about play. myself the next play. day. Todd, oh. it, it really speaks to the amount of love and respect I have for you that you could say something like that to me, and I still. I still like you, so <laughs> I, I I appreciate that. Okay, I'm sorry. We can go back. Uh, yeah, Man, Penelope, this cheese is amazing. <laughs> so, Orkira Eldrex and Penelope Halfpint are eating more cheese than they probably should gastrointestinally. Can I have speaking. a piece of that cheese? I just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. We I can't even smell cheese. it anymore. <laughs> She's going to mix a little bit of the leftover blood with the cheese and bite into it and just immediately projectile vomit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> really? Do you got that? Please. Vegetation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Freely. You uh, might want might want to lay off of that. Maybe, maybe we can find you some some uh, blute first around here. The the blood sausage, maybe like meat in the middle type yeah. thing. Yeah. I just, I kind of miss uh, things that aren't bloody. Yeah, I can, I, I can bet that's a mood. I can bet that's a mood. <laughs> I have so many questions. Penelope, did you want to go meet the woad? Yes. <laughs> if not, that's... <laughs> yeah, let's go out and meet some woads. Sure. It's or like a mood, to, to but they flipped it upside down. you go outside and you see these woads and they are very charming because like they they have this kind of like crack in a tree like when you see a stump that's been hollowed out and there's this darkness you do see two glowing eyes as these very large kind of lumbering treant like creatures move around and one of them stops and slowly turns towards you, Penelope. And just, you feel the ground kind of shudder and shake and it's slow, it moves up to you and kneels down. Uh, hello, my name is Penelope Halfbite. I want to be your friend and stuff because you're really cool, but I don't want to be bothering you anyways. I think you're awesome. Thank you very much. Penelope is all of us on the internet. But I'll be half pint. I'll always be your friend. Really? Because you know you're really, really cool, and you got the, you do, you do the thing, and you protect people, and you know sometimes I think that I do that too, but I'm not as cool as you. Penelope, you're as cool as he is. You know, you've always helped everyone. You know that? I'm Bazarad. What? Wait. Penelope, it's me. How did you? How did you? How are you here? How are you here? I decided to transition into a world. You've been gone from the village for so long. I. I. I, Are you still using your cloak? You still have the cloaks. Are you still doing very well? I take it. I wasn't expecting. Orkira, <gasps> this is Bazrat. How did you know? Please be Bazrat. Bazrat, me, Orkira. 
this is this is uh, I'm, I uh, this is good to to meet you. Yeah, you too. Um, P- Penelope is kind of overcome by adorableness. Can you explain your relationship so that I know what's going on? Uh, I was a druid um, for our village. Uh, I was not quite an arch druid necessarily, but I was the one in charge. And um, Penelope was very kind, and I saw that in her. And um, sometimes people in the village would... Penelope at least felt that people in the village made fun of her. I don't necessarily agree that that might have been true, but Penelope was a very good and powerful druid. And, uh, yeah, so she, uh, I took a liking to her. She was probably the best of us. Or Carol, like, gently elbow Penelope, like, hey, oh, look, look at <laughs> someone else telling you how awesome you are, and then, and then say, but uh, you ended up here? Yes, uh, well, all druids eventually do age, though very, very slowly. I decided that I wanted to stay and do something good, or at least try to, and do my best, and I, I wound up here eventually. Okay. Uh, Penelope, what would uh, I've been hearing so much about all your adventures. You were in a furnace. You 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 changed reality with a wish. You you made friends with a kraken. It's just all amazing. Like remember, I mean, our village is so small. You you seem to have outgrown it with your deeds by quite a bit. Thank you. Yes, it was. Well, it's been very well. I I don't. Well, it's um. Well, um. Yeah. It's okay. We 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 can catch up. Uh, later, I'll definitely be around. I'm not aging now, as you can see. I'm a bit of a woad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Was that a joke? I can't tell. Was that a joke? <laughs> Is that a pun I just don't get because I don't speak Druidic? Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. Yes. Absolutely okay. a Druid pun. Okay. Penelope, you'll have to explain it later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh okay. Yes, yes, let's catch up over time. I've got to, I, oh, my friends, and, um, well, I just, okay, um, yeah. Uh, Penelope and I gotta go get ready to go do awesome things, because Penelope is awesome, and I'm here to help her, so, um, yeah. Oh, uh, can I give you something, Penelope? Sorry, I just, (laughs) I didn't think I would see you, uh, and he just detaches his hand <laughs> that is connected to the sword yeah. and hands you this wooden scimitar <laughs> that is you. twice your size. <laughs> but it's light in your hands. Oh. You, I, I always wanted... I, I know I gave you the cloak. I just figured that you could probably use something in case, you know, with all your adventuring. I can have this? Yeah. I grew it. I grew it for you. Thank you. I'll I'll treasure it always, and I'll I'll use it, and I'll carry it around somehow. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 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 probably gonna go down into the forest over there now and grow a new hand. So I'll I'll, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. And yeah, Penelope, nice to meet uh, you too. Uh, all right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Oh, Kira. Oh, Kira. 
was I cool or, or was I not cool? You tell me. Because I, I don't know what just happened. I kind of blacked out there for a second. Well, it sounded like someone from your past uh, told all of the stories about you were young to me, except instead of like the embarrassing things that most people tell, they just had really awesome things to say, which frankly doesn't surprise me very much. Okay. So yeah, you are very awesome. Okay. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. I don't um, know. Is that is that worrying that the hand is still attached? I mean, no, I'm trying a, not to freak out a little bit. It's a handle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pummel. And then Orkira sets her hand on fire and burns the agenda. No. <laughs> burns it all to the ground. That's... Yeah, I knew you were doing like druid jokes. How I dare knew it. you! I thought BJ was like, and I quit the no, show. He, 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 he thought thank about you, it. Thank you for only quitting for ten seconds. You're supposed to be my friend. There was too much time travel. There are too many puns. I was not respected. <laughs> we got through an hour and a half of time travel, but it was the hand pun that broke me, Dave. Yeah. Going, going back to be a mind player. Send, send, send me back there. Remember those simple times when you were hanging out in Morden? Exactly. I'm like playing this thing, right? I'm going to head on back to that SpongeBob. All right, I'm going to head out. You should, you should show that sword to Alindra. If anyone can figure out if it does anything cool, it's Alindra, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is so exciting. This is gonna... Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's go. That was okay. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And we'll head on back. Okay, you head on back. Hey, hey, Penelope, do you think that uh, your new world friend or old world friend um, might be able to help us with the dragon heist? I think he just did, and I'll point to the sword with the hand. It looks super awkward on her. <laughs> Right now, let's <laughs> really find like, that on the woad. That that woad gave it to me. Just cut his own hand off and gave it to thee. Yeah, more like a detach. It was very weird. Hmm. Alindra, can you take a look at it for me? Yes. Um. So, can we please go in the abode? Would anyone object? I like it there. It's comfortable. Um, I'd like to cast the abode, please. Okay. And that's where, where we should take the long rest. So did, did you tell me about everything that happened there or? With the woad? With the woad? Yes. Okay. Um, so Odin had, war Odin had warned us about, um, he'd mentioned trembling more before Munin. Munin is, is one of, Odin's two ravens and his, his memory. I find it a bit odd that they knew all of your memories without you telling them anything. Who, Bert Bassarat? Yeah, yes. Knew no. All of what? Who? That's the Wode's name, is it not? The Bazarat, yeah. Bazarat. Ah, yes. But thou art saying that the Wode knew all of Penelope's I'm memories? I'm saying that they have talked about taking people's memories away without the... Taking people's memories away. And I, I have concerns. 
Well, they said that they only take the memories away willingly when it's it's kind of like part of the deal as if you want to leave this place, you have to give up the memories. So anyone who leaves this place has made the decision to give up the memories. Well, and we have said that we would like to leave this place. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, remember I asked and Blick said they've got a way to not remove our memories, but to like muddle them so that if anybody tries to read our mind, they don't. They see the point of ice cream and milkshakes. They did. I I just, there's something unsettling about this to me. Well, Uh, let us just leave then. So, no, no. We can check these things, but it's, I just, I think we should be cautious here. I think cautious is good. But first. Um, So, uh, I am not prepared to, to, to tell if there is a curse on this item. Okira, are you able to do so? Uh, well, what, like, with identify? Detect curse. Oh, I don't have detect curse either. Uh, No, no, I I remove curses, I don't detect them. Can anyone recognize if there is a curse on here? Because I can't today. Why would there be a curse on this? Because Alindra does not trust anyone. I mean, in fairness, Riv... Yeah, in, in, in fairness to Alindra, in the last four days that we've been together, how many people have just outright lied to us? Up to and including literally the god of lying. Also, that guy's a lich. Also, the they blinded the gods here. Also, this place was too weird for Averin. When was ever something too weird for Averin? Okay, thou hast fun. Square dancing. Point. Yeah, that's mm, square dancing. I mean, uh, there's nothing weird about square dancing, but he found it way too weird. Square dancing. Wait, what? I will. Turn the show right the frick around. Did you want, wait, wait, wait. Are we going off on the Avon Ghost Square Dancing episode? Because, like, Avon saves the world through a square dance off? Because I'm here for it. I'm not allowed to enjoy cheese, but square dancing isn't weird. <laughs> I, I said Avon. I did not say Todd. But if you would like to read into it that way, I mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um breathe down deep and do see do. All right. Oh, we lost nope, God. Nope. That's it. He's gone. DMs That's it. done. What glad, else do we have? Glad, to I, do? glad I've not suffered alone tonight. <laughs> How do I mute everyone else, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Um Alindra, if you can just figure out what the sword does. I'm, I'm I can her. see what the sword does if thou wouldst give it to me. I can swing it around. I can think about it really hard for about an hour. I'm oh. sure the curse will be fine. Well, Penelope can do that, and I can remove any curses. So I just, I'm, I, I'm go- Okay, so here's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to cast... Can I choose who non-detection works on? Um... Oh, I don't have them in my screen. Never mind. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, may I? Yeah, okay, so I'd have to do that after. Um, so I'd have to identify first and then cast non-detection on it. Um, but no one, no one can, can, can detect curse, right? No one can identify curse here. No, but she can attune to it, and then I can just remove curse. 
fat. <laughs> and then we've covered all of our bases. So, yeah. As long as it doesn't kill her. First. Modern probably. Well, then you, we can her fix that too. Um, all right. <laughs> I this is fight. why you keep me around. It's only we to fix have so many well, I'm your friend because I fix things. It's okay. I mean, we can be yeah, friends and also I fix things. Okay, Alindra was the sort of... <laughs> uh, I will cast Identify. You cast Identify and the sword is uh, is magical. It, it mm-hmm. has evocation magic wrapped mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. And what you get off of it immediately is if you change, if you wild shape... Um, mm-hmm. It allows you to change into a woodland version of whatever creature you are making. And you can choose what the, that version looks like. So even though you are turning into a bear, you can turn into any type of creature you want to, as long as it looks like it's made out of wood or a tree or like a shrub that grew that way. On top of that, you do an additional uh, 1d6 piercing damage. And you get a brand new car. (laughs) (laughs) And some for some reason when you identify this this sword, you hear a growling in the background as though you're even thinking about a bear. It's the sound of a tree creaking like and a bear growl. I'm getting a preview of what it sounds like (gasps) when Penelope will growl as that's pretty epic. uh, As as a a wooden bear. It's the the fastest redwood tree you've ever seen. Just (laughs) robot. Do you hear it? Yeah. (laughs) They're terrifying. That's why I don't live in LA. Penelope, you're gonna get racing stripes. I'll minor illusion the sound that I'm hearing through diffusion so so everyone can hear what it sounds like. Um just treants and hot rods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So Back to the show. The waste and load. Um, so, uh, okay. Then. What? <laughs> did you say the wicked and the woad? What did no, you it's, say? It's a wasting woad. Oh. <laughs> Is it a whittle wasting woad? Yeah. Woad no, Penelope's wasting woad. <laughs> Penelope is now the woad warrior. There we go. Perfect. We're getting back into the show. Apparently, we're paid to do this. (laughs) I mean, at least we were. This might be the the, the dramatic, serious conclusion of Heroes of the Plains. I wonder wonder what what went wrong. Oh, that was tough. All right. You attune to this thing, and I'll cast Remove Curse, and that way, if it's got a curse, you're all covered. Um, I, before that happens, I would like to cast non-detection on that blade. Okay, perfect. You do so. Um, and just for reference, too, I am going to start casting my contingency to have it contingent. Uh, oh, nice, nice. Now okay. that I can do that. So uh, it's going to be a resilient sphere. Um, and I'll figure out a code phrase uh soon wow while we're also all sitting here before we go to bed is there anything in specific we want to ask the phoenix i've got a couple oh, i things. thought we were next morning already oh Never i mind. thought we were in the night i thought we were yeah i thought we hadn't slept then yet, i will save those things until tomorrow morning okay <laughs> she she's out of sync with time she's a divine <laughs> I mean, aren't we all at this moment out of sync with time? Yes. 
then I I will not do that yet. Okay. Let us ask the Phoenix, what should we do? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, Brave. It's a really good one. Unfortunately, uh, it's yes or no questions. Should uh, we leave this place? Yeah, can we trust these people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should but we leave can the you reach the Phoenix here? I mean, I can still feel them, but they just, they're, they're like, it's long distance. It's kind of annoying. But right. I can still feel them, so I can try. All right, I will take the 10 minutes and I will cast Commune and try to reach the Phoenix. Does it happen? Tell me about Commune. So you have conversation with the god? So you contact your deity or a divine proxy and ask up to three questions that can be answered with a yes or no. You must ask your questions before the spell ends, which takes... Uh, duration is a minute. You receive a correct answer for each question. Divine beings aren't necessarily omniscient, so you might receive unclear as an answer if a question pertains to information that lies beyond the deity's knowledge. In the case where a one-word answer could be misleading or contrary, you can give me more. Um, and if I cast it more than once in a day, there's a chance that it just fails. But this is the first time I've done this <clears throat> today. Okay. Um, go ahead. Hi, I said I was going to contact you again. And hi, this place is awful. Actually, it's not awful. I shouldn't say that. This place is weird. Uh, and we're worried. Are the people here trustworthy? You all see Orkara Eldrex erupt into fire. Uh oh. <laughs> It's I mean, normal. is that it's normal? normal? Like, yeah, just, just no, seem, just no, seem no. Just <laughs> I okay. So I've done this before. You haven't seen me do this before, but I do this with something else. I don't do this with, and I've you've seen me cast commune before, but it's never done this. Briv spits on her. <laughs> it doesn't get through the fire. Um. Do, do, okay. I do I notice I'm on fire, or am I like not? What What's going on? <laughs> She erupts into flames. I hit the divine sense again. Do I detect anything celestial? <laughs> yeah, you're you started to realize you're starting to sweat pretty bad. And you do feel something celestial around you at this moment. Uh, Penelope creates water. Jeez. <laughs> oh, My counter spell. Uh, who, me or Penelope? Water? <laughs> no, 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 no. But oh. uh, Orkira, sorry. I mean, I'm casting. Yeah, I guess you can. I mean, if, if I you have, well, she already, danger? she already did it, so it's okay, already it's like done. you'd have to dispel. Yeah. Um, Penelope, Penelope, can you dispel magic? Lauren, you got something in chat. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the water didn't work. Okay. I'll cast dispel magic. On her, com on, on, on her commune. Well, it's already, okay. Oh. Uh, I mean, does Orkira look like she's in pain? No, nope, she doesn't look like she's in pain. She she's like just she's like surrounded in fire, and I would say maybe semi-serene. She's definitely casting commune, but oh, fire is erupted around her. Okay, just let it burn out. She's not in pain. I mean, this she looks seem, frozen, though. She might be dead. Seem, this does seem very phoenixy. That's true, that's true. You hear, I am uncertain. Uh, do I notice at this point that I've 
uh, immolated? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> then it's my a, next it's question. It's a fair question to ask. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm having a conversation with my God. I don't know if I was unaware of what was going on uh, here. So I guess my next question is, um, uh, should I be worried about all of the fire? You hear no. Okay. And the fire is burning exceptionally bright. And though the radius of the fire, uh, you all don't feel the heat from it. It burns and incinerates a perfect circle around Orkara at this moment. A perfect sphere. But the fire does not continue or grow. It only is in the sphere around her. I would actually like to check the window and make sure nobody's heading our way because I feel like divine entrance to this place might be met with a reaction. <laughs> right. You don't, even, you, don't, you don't even need a window. You can see see out through the, yeah. the hut. Well, but, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I got distracted. What was the third question that we had? This is... I don't even know what the first one was. I was distracted by the fire. Yeah, it, it, it was, should we leave? Are they trustworthy? And I don't think we settled on a third no, one. No, the, the second question was, should I be worried about the fire? I, I had, first question is, can we trust them? Second one is, should we be worried about the fire? No. no. Yeah. One is, should, should we, we leave? leave? Should we leave? Yeah, um, should we leave? <laughs> Only if you want to. And that's three questions. So there'll be a, a in the last couple of seconds, as there's still this connection, Orkira is going to say, uh, thanks for caring. I appreciate it. At this moment, the fire dies down. You now have immunity to fire damage. You can also cast burning hands at will without using a spell slot or any components. The DC for this is 15. Uh... Okay. You feel it in your bones that you are made of fire. Oh, this is dumb. Hey, is everyone okay? Are you okay? I don't, I think, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I wasn't. I still probably am not, but that was actually kind of nice. I feel like that just resulted in more questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I also fear that we have just broached a veil that was not supposed to be broached. I mean, it's kind of our thing, yeah. Yeah, we do that pretty often. Uh, no. <laughs> no one concerned that we're being bestowed... Gifts? Well, I, I don't know what happened to you, or Garrison, never mind. Yeah, I don't know if Orkira really understands what happened. She's still kind of she's rubbing at her uh, the, the scars on her arm and she's just like half smiling. Does Orkira look any different to us right now? Uh, not necessarily different, but there is a glow about her. Like her scales are like embers. Hmm. Orkira! What? You're, glow you're glowing from within. You look great. Is this uh, oh. some kind of new skincare routine? Uh, well, it's not skin, because that would be weird. Uh, um, scale, scale care. Sorry. Um, I mean, this has never happened when I've communed with the Phoenix before. 
I don't know. Maybe it's this place. It's, it's, I don't know. It feels, um, I don't know. So what do we do now? Griff seeing all of this happen. He, uh, he, he starts going way quieter than he should be. And he eventually tries to slink out of the abode. Okay. And uh, basically, uh, we're going to hit a... And he starts like... He starts just like trying to run and jump like higher than he ever has, uh, you know, hoping that he's going to like just burst into flight at some point. Um, he's, uh, he, he's like literally just trying anything that he can. And if nothing happens, which is obviously very unlikely, he eventually, uh, you know, several hours later is going to come back to the abode and get some sleep. Drenched All right. Sweat. Freely. Deeply confused, he just goes to sleep. <laughs> all right, you all, you all take a rest. Yeah, you don't notice really anything right off the bat, but you feel pretty good, Briv. Mm. You just feel pretty good, and maybe a little numb. Uh, you all take a long rest. You wake up in the morning. There's breakfast being served by uh, constructs just made out of clockwork and whirring gears and they're they're getting it mostly right like the scrambled eggs are a bit of a mess and stuff like that but they're cooking bacon and a variety of other items. Uh, Alindra I know um, when we were in the Loki prison that was crawling with a uh, half formed um, uh, frost giants uh, we kind of got out of there before you got a chance to look around but I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that there's actual netherese people here so you could maybe talk to them about some stuff that's you're into talking. It's true. There are. I would like to also speak to someone, especially if they are from Netheril very long ago, because they are the ones that experimented on mine ancestors. Mm. They gifted us with this magical metal inside my bones. And so I think perhaps maybe they can, I don't know, upgrade me. We should also find out if anyone here has any information about the Norn or where they keep their prisoners or any of that so that we can be more prepared for when we go. To kill them. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, Orkira, thou art on board with the killing of the Norns? Briv, you were there when I tried to set Wait, them on fire. Is it Norns with an S or is the plural just Norn like sheep? And sheep? I believe Norn is the plural of Norn. I'm glad it's we It's an interesting linguistic uh, thing. Very well. I couldn't come up with another word. I tried and it just... Oh, Listen, I, I trust Alindra when it comes to talking about stuff. So, yeah. And now we know so that when we do go kill them, we, we know the correct nomenclature. So I can say, have at the norn instead of have at the norns. That will be much better. Um, they said the place is called Uverskold, yes? In mm -hmm. Have yep. I ever heard of that? Is that anything I've read about? Or Everyone spoke a lot of giant. <laughs> is that like Everyone spoke, spoke a lot of crap? Everyone spoke a lot of giant. I speak giant as well. Yeah, so like if Averin got like super pissed off, like if he was angry with you when you were a kid, like you made someone disappear, that kind of thing, and send them sent them into another plane of existence, like he did. would go off in giant in long, overly long <laughs> sentences. Uh, 
Okay, so it's not romance did, language, so by the that, way, either. So it was it's it's very yeah. It's a it's a guttural uh, <laughs> lot of hard consonants and and uh, it's all consonants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so Briv is gonna go find out about his family. Um, who wants to come with me and go find out as much as we can about the Norn and their prison? That sounds good. I'll go. Are we splitting up? I mean, we want to get a bunch done really quickly before everybody gets antsy. And I have no runs. issues. I was just clarifying for, you know. Oh, I just thought if we split up and take a, you know, try to do a whole bunch all at once, then uh, by the time you're all antsy and decide that it's time to go, we found out everything we need to know. I feel we like doing this quickly antsy. is already off the table. Freely, do you have a nervous tick or something you like to do as a hobby when nothing's going Green on? Green flame blade. Little man loves fire. Little man loves fire. We're all just so used to it by now. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure my dad said the exact same thing about me, and also like <laughs> Megan's friend said that about her. <laughs> we just like saying things on fire. It's weird. Um, but is there like a pastime? Anything like you would be doing? It's like it's pastime for us to be doing something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's fair, deeply fair, suspicious balance, of this balance. whole place. Yeah, no, he kind of he kind of wouldn't wander out of like I earshot or like visual range of everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Really, come with Penelope and me. We'll go find information about the place we're gonna go infiltrate. You you probably know more than any of us about um, infiltration. I am rather sneaky when I need to be. Yes. Okay. Sure. Wait. So Alindra Alin and Briv are talking to the Netherese people. That's yeah. Whittle, Whittle, what's what's, what's Whittle gonna us? do? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna stay here with the constructs and ask for a bloody mary for the road, and then I'll uh, yeah, I'll catch up with uh, Alindra and Briv. Okay. I'm along for the ride. Okay. All right. You know, some some people can't eat scrambled eggs. <laughs> so who the who are going to now? You do see the 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 place where all the people from Netheril are living, and it is a flying city. An entire city was saved. Alindra, Ooh. canst thou fly us there? Dost thou have that magic prepared? I I have telekinesis. I could lift us up. Um, I don't have fly prepared. Really, there are ways to get up for. there. How do people get up there? Where is there are, the, a good dimension door if it's not too high up? But I can't bring everybody. You certainly can get to one of the tiers. It's specifically built so and at height where you can dimension door. Okay, I'll dimension I, door up there. Sure, I'll do that. I stand on the ground and just go. But, but and but, uh, Alindra can take Briv since I'm but ha smaller. Hang on, before I do that, it, when they said the name of the place in Giant, I speak Giant. Was that accurate to the translation they gave us? Is it actually Storm Shield? Yep. It okay. Is. And I had never heard of any lore about this place ever. Very specifically, you had never 
heard about it ever. And these words have never been uttered by Avon at any point to you. But that seems on point. And you lean over to Penelope and I'm like, you know, they said they erase everybody's minds when they come here and they make them think about the plane of milkshake and ice cream. So it's possible we've been here like 10 times already. And every time we leave, they do that to us. Oh, that's deep, man. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I'm going to encode thoughts and store (laughs) my memories of this place and hide them. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that. You encode your thoughts. You, uh, take out a a red ribbon and. I will do that. I will cast non-detection on it and I will hide it like a bookmark in my spell book. Perfect. All right. Hey, Hey, Todd. Yes. I have both removed curse and greater restoration. Does Orkira know that that's what it takes to fix someone when they've had their memory modified? Yes, you do. So Freely says that, and I'm like, you want me to double check? To see your memories? Okay. Uh, Who wants it? Just pointed to Lindra, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure all of you knew that I wasn't there for the plane of ice cream and milkshake, so I don't know if that makes it more or less likely that I've been here and been discombobulated, but I'd say Alindra. I will reach out and uh, gently touch her on the shoulder and cast remove curse, and I'm specifically targeting if she's had memories removed or modified. (laughs) You have a terrible migraine? Who? Alindra. And it is at this point that you and I will... Um, separately take aside to what you would like to have forgotten. And we will revisit that in the next okay. episode. We, we gotcha. For the, for the, for the purposes, for the purposes of the trap. I knew it was a trap. It, well, it, might, it might not be, but for the purposes of the next eight minutes, does she remember ever being here? Uh, again, for ah. the interest of agency, well, I, I will to... say that she she determines we're going to work it out between well, us what she remembers and what she doesn't. Well, okay. I, I will say while uh, Alindra grips her head in pain with all of this, I just look at Briv and I'm like, you know, this is twice we met a lich and we let him go twice. Like, I mean, I feel like, are we doing this paladin thing right? I mean, <laughs> I am not certain to be any uh, truly, uh, you know, honest with thee freely. I, I am not certain what we are supposed to be doing here. I am so confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, we we really are a snake that is sort of like gobbling its own tail. Like, I mean, I thought that was symbolic until it kind of happened to us. Uh, uh, one way to look at it, though, is we have ninety nine problems, and a lich ain't one of them. So thank you all for tuning in. That's uh, the Heroes of the Plains. We're done. We're done. We're just... Uh... Why are you having a tonight? You defeated Alindra. Now, one by one, one by one, all I, have I'm fallen. I'm here for it. Briv's just saying they're a bigger fish to fry.
the game that broke us all. This is the one. This is the one right here. Just protracted willpower damage. Just I've been at, trying. I've just, been trying. Just, just willpower damage across the board. Todd's been trying his best, and then what we found out is really we're just our own worst enemies, which we all knew mm-hmm. at, just at the beginning. Just leave us to our own devices, and we'll just destroy <laughs> ourselves. Self-sabotage. Monsters would do on Maple Street. But I feel it was like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, is the that players not would do the on Plainsville. <laughs> yeah, that's what the gods have been trying to get across to us, that we will do it to ourselves. Yep. I mean, I I don't know what the paladining thing is, but yeah, this is now the second lich that I haven't destroyed. Uh, but what I've had to learn in the last couple of years okay. is that undead are way more complicated than it sounds. You, uh, Briv, you, you do feel an unsettling presence suddenly. Not unsettling in necessarily an evil way, but you do feel like, uh, you know, like gravity shifts for a moment. That is downright unsettling. What is? I don't know. I felt like gravity shifted in a certain what? way. As you were like talking to Freely, something something's off about Freely. I mean, like like more than usual. <laughs> Yeah, because no, actually, I remember, Briv, you weren't even there when we met the other lich. That's when we went to that other place that I'm still not 100% convinced we weren't dead the entire time. And there was a lich there, but she seemed like nice. I don't know. And then our I feel like our- something's off with Freely. Is that what you said? <laughs> I uh, I just rear back and just punch him in the mouth. Briv. <laughs> I mean, I can I can heal him afterwards. You straight he straight up punches you in the in the front hey, teeth. Hey man, like a, I didn't I didn't like go a, hunting <laughs> lich without you on purpose. It do I happen? Do I notice anything different? I well, mean, his nose is broken him. now. He, he punches real good. Okay, <laughs> I, I I am sorry, Freely. I had a bad feeling about thee, like something was off about thee, and I had to make sure that thou wert thine self. Well, here, I mean, here. Like, like, let, I, let me let me see it, and I lay on hands. However I mean, much damage I, I feel off too. You guys, like I keep telling you, like I mean, I don't like talk to the gods. I'm just like it's just in my blood. I'm just like like a divine. I see divine blood right and, here, but, and I'm yeah, just no, trying and to the, like touch his lip. <laughs> I know. I'm like this place is like it doesn't feel right. Like, it doesn't feel right. I'm not supposed no, to be here. Oh, it really doesn't. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but. We might as well grab what information we can before we leave, right? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, that's no. the longer but how can we trust any gets. info? Yeah. You know, uh, Akira, you guys go on without me. If you guys are really worried about this place being weird, then I'm going to talk to the one person I do trust, and that's Bazret. Okay. Very I mean, he gave you an awesome sword and his hand, so... Did he propose? <laughs> Is that how that works with druids? I don't I mean, know. I feel, like, I feel like that's how you would propose to Briv. You'd be like, I, I love thee. Here's a sword. I feel as though, Penelope, thou shouldst not be alone in this place. Whittle, I, I believe that Alindra wants to speak to the Netherese. Dost thou mind going with Penelope? Just for the buddy system to be in full effect? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll stick says with that, Penelope. She so, says that, and her eyes are blood red. There are no irises, and her fangs are extended. Oh, no. You'll be safe with me. Art thou okay? I promise. Perhaps not. 
At that moment, wings erupt out of Freely's back. Freely, what do wings look like on you? They are green with red streaks. <laughs> are they? Are they feathers? Are they bat wings? No, they be yeah, they be feathers. No, they they'd be and they they'd be like very fluffy, like down feathers. <laughs> yeah, with green wings with red streaks, and I'm like. Ah, uh, you guys see that, right? Yeah. Waddle or something. Are you okay? Yeah. Is it hurt? Is the what did you? What's happening in this place? This ha- has this happened before to you? I feel like I remember this, unless this is something they made me forget. Okay, wait, I hate it here. I officially hate it here. Like you all right? Try flying. I don't know. Nothing cool has happened to me yet. <laughs> is you were already cool. About Whittle yeah. yeah, Whittle, are you? Are you I, freely, I, are you? I, this is not. This is not good. This I hit. Is not the, good. I hit the divine sense again because I want to know if she resonates more undead and if I resonate more celestial. <laughs> <laughs> you do. She does. Ah, you hear the creaking because I'm assuming this is all happening in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hear the oak door creak open and you see Rarf, his black coat and his black hat and his white hair and his kind of wrinkly eyes. And he just like starts walking by and he sees all of you. He's really tired and moves over to the kitchen. Mm. So, just to, to be clear, he cannot enter the hut unless I give him specific permission. Oh, he walks by the hut. Mm. He just kind of like he he has to like. He walked into the house where he walks into the house. Okay, yeah. He yeah. like walks up to the hut. He's like, come, and then like walks around it. Like that's an effort for him, and walks over to the kitchen. Can we recognize what's wrong with him? Uh, he's, he's old age, okay. And he doesn't he like having to walk around something. <laughs> yeah, he's just pissed they had to walk around a hut. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to Freely and I'm gonna d- examine his back. Does this look? <laughs> what does this look like? What what happened to Freely? Looks like Freely has wings. <laughs> Freely, did it? Sibrex touch you, and we didn't know. I. I don't think so. Okay. Griff starts okay. pulling metal out of his back and like forming wings with the metal. <laughs> yeah. And he's not Brave. quite able to do it. Oh, poor Brave. Yeah, that's super you cool, you though, do man. feel phys- like physically numb for some reason in some way. It's not that you're, uh, you can't feel things, but you're just like, huh. And I was hopping and running around. I just, I just take my hand and slap myself as hard as I can. Like, Nothing. So Kira became more like the Phoenix. Penelope's received something that allows her to become more like nature, more connected to nature. Whittle, you um, might want to see a dentist, but also I'm a bit fine to view. Freely, you are more whatever it is you are. Winged. Like a butterfly. I'm divine. Divine is the word you all are looking for. <laughs> I mean, you are, but also you got wings now. It's like a koala. Are you? I have a headache, is what I have. That's unfair. I, I am probably invincible now. I, I see Rarv like open, like 
just pour a giant bucket-sized thing of ale and just start drinking. You think in the kitchen? Talk to Rar. I think that we are be le- being led to that circumstance. Yes. <laughs> I think it's going to be hard to hide some of the changes, and I point over freely. Freely, if this sticks around and you need flying lessons, I can help. But we're oh. going to have to retailer all of your clothing. That would kind be incredible. No, but, but imagine like all the uses we could put your death ward through when Penelope and I both go flying. It'll be awesome. Um, okay. Also, I know you guys like Rav is like a friend of yours, but apparently they don't like God. So if he comes at me for being like an angel halfling, I'm going to mess him up. Though. Don't just, worry. I will mess up? him up as well. Okay, all right. Just, no. I just putting that out there. Everybody yes. but what would be causing an amplification like this? Just stay here. Do I, I know anything that okay. would cause yes. an amplification no. like Let's this? Let's see if Yeah, Penelope's gonna leave the hut and go up to Rav. Rav, you know something and you're not telling us. What is it? Um, oh. I don't really know anything. Um, it's just that all of you new gods... No. Stress me out. No. When he says oh, that, Freely no. just goes, yeah! Like, it's is likewise just, I knew it would happen. I told thee we would be here for you. And we All made the it, hard made, work has paid off. Oh, oh, just, I'm bringing it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why some of you are so happy about it. Have a queen now? <laughs> Meanwhile, in the deepest, darkest, darkest pits of hell, fire burns but emits no light. And on a singular throne, a man sits with tall, long, curving horns and black eyes and fang teeth, gripping a scepter. You see Asmodeus in hell on a throne built of pain. And you see his left hand gently rest on what is laying on his throne. The Book of the Phoenix. Now let's begin. And that's our episode. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you so much for my amazing players for putting up with all of my chicanery. It was some amazing role-playing from each and every one of you. I know it was very role-playing focused, not combat-focused, but you all are just amazing and interesting. And I love your all of your choices and your anxiety that I cause. I'm so sorry about all of that. No, you're not, and that's fine because we're okay with it. I'm sorry about it still. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Lauren. No, thank you. Sorry. Thank you all of chat for uh, watching this incredible group of uh, characters and cast members as well. Uh, let's go around the room. Uh, should we talk about... Do, does anyone need therapy, by the way? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, like or Kira camera. does. Or Kira's hey. needed therapy for a while. <laughs> I'm, I'm a new god, man. It's all good over here. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a new god. It's all bad. Oh, by the way, everyone levels up. Is that Okay. Yay. Okay. Covers covers it all. Oh, good. So I'm even more powerful, and I'm feeling more vampiric, and I'm alone with Penelope. 
Good stuff. I mean, you're not alone with Penelope yet. We're well, all, Penelope we're all... is just a little snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck going after Penelope. If she's a god, then we're all praying to she her. She can totally defeat me. Well, I mean, she is the half pint. So... <laughs> To a full pint at this point. She's a half gallon now. Penelope half gallon. <laughs> uh, Penelope. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> I know you're a human being. I've met you. Hope Lavelle, tell us what you got going on. Uh, hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. And uh, you can listen oh. to me play some DD on Attackers of Opportunity, where we can find podcasts. And yeah, I. I don't know what I'm, yeah. <laughs> Lauren Urban. Well, this is awkward. And there's going to be some conversations later, apparently with the Phoenix or maybe myself. I don't know. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Lauren. You can also find me playing a not God version of this character on Sundays on D4 at four o'clock on the Rock Punch ATL channel, where I'm not a God yet. <laughs> Adam Bradford. Maybe you just forgot. I'm Adam and I'm the CDO here at Demiplane and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bad Eye Adam. I think at some point uh, before I leave, this may, might be the coolest space I've ever physically been in. So I'm going to try to take uh, you know a little video or something like that so you can check out this super, super cool place where I'm celebrating my 20th wedding anniversary. So I love you. Uh, darling wife uh, she's in the, in the room and she heard that and she's smiling over there really big um and so uh so yeah uh, check it out on twitter at bad i am she's a lovely person i i got to meet her she once. is yeah mr b dave walters i know you say words about uh something apparently i'm the apparently, maybe i'm the god of words who knows <laughs> we, we, we haven't We're checked. That would be yeah. really ironic that Freely is the god of words. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> you can find me all, all over the internet where refined streaming content can be located. Uh, also, we got the end of the Motherlands Kickstarter that's going right now. It's going quite well. We're at like 200 grand in less than a week. So there you go. Oh, Check I... that out uh, if you can. And uh, Black Dice Society, Thursdays at 4 on D&D, Twitch, and YouTube. And Saturday, uh, playing with an all-star cast of amazing people. Um, Anthony Rapp, uh, Xavier Woods, uh, Mika Burton, Anna Prosser, raising money for St. Jude's at 11.30 Pacific, apparently just on twitch.tv. Apparently that's the thing. You can just go to Twitch and it's just there. So 11.30 yep. Saturday, PST. Check it out. Uh, Megan Kenrick. I am Whittle playing as Megan Kenrick IRL. I am now God Queen of Gnomish City number 7 million something. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Megan Kenrick. Um, Todd and I are also doing a series of new videos where we review um, all things D&D. We've had a special focus on Van Richten's guide lately. So be sure to check that out on Todd Kenrick's YouTube channel. And... That's Jen a good book. That's a really good book. Yes. A very good book. You should buy the book. It's one of my first horse books of all time. Same. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Um, hi, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on Twitter as at DreamWisp. You can find me on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, I am the creator of the Accessibility in Gaming Resource Guide. I am also um, one of the authors on Candlekeep Mysteries. Um, I do a bunch of stuff. I have a bunch of announcements that will be coming up very soon, um, but I cannot talk about them 
yet, um, but it's super cool stuff happening. Um, I'm currently doing um, disability consent consulting and uh, world building stuff for the world that is involved in Dark Dice, which is the podcast that Jeff Goldblum is on, and um, a bunch of other neat stuff to be announced soon. So keep an eye out. Oh, I guess that's that that that's me. Your turn. That's you. Uh, I'm Who are you, Todd? Well, I'm Todd Kenrick. I, I talk about D&D and stuff, and I am up to things. And that's all you need, need to know. <laughs> I love all of you. <laughs> oh, you'll find out soon. Uh, you're all amazing. Thank you so much, everyone, for, the, for being a, a fantastic audience and chat and everything else. Demiplane is wonderful. I love this platform. Please jump into Demiplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe that we have like the quality of a Zoom call on top of chat, on top of like just groups, finding groups and being a professional to DM everything else. This, I, I don't ever do anything that I don't like. Uh, I'm a child that way. So mm-hmm. Demiplane is amazing. Log in, check it out. You'll love it. And that's all I got, really. Later, Gators. Bye. Bye, everyone.